You are listening to the Heart of Tradition podcast. Hello, I want to talk to you today about serotonin. Uh, serotonin levels in the body are greatly increased by magnesium. Low levels of magnesium are often found with low serotonin production. Um, this is pretty much a non-refutable uh, aspect of magnesium because it's been so well-researched. Um, it helps the tryptophan convert into serotonin. It's magnesium-dependent, this conversion. And it also um, is... Magnesium is also type, a type of food, I guess you could say, for the nervous system. It's so ubiquitous in the nervous system. Um, now, the nervous system has a need for, I mean, we know for recovery and tissue repair and cell repair and uh, parasympathetic action that magnesium is always indicated, um, especially before we had all the synthesis of these medicines. I mean, we used to have magnesium was pretty much a standard in a lot of uh, areas as far as hypertension and cancer um, there, these two, you know, heart disease of all sorts, basically these were magnesium was given before we had all this synthetic medicine. And there's been a lot of studies that have been done on magnesium, even before during the second, first and second world war in France, there was a lot of studies that were done. Dr. Delbay, Robinet, uh, scientific researcher and, and, and others there in France that kind of developed this whole magnesium chloride movement. I mean, it's very common term, magnesium chloride in France, because every pharmacy has these little $2 packets that you pour into water and then you drink it. You know, this is a real base way to do it. But the problem is the quality is completely horrid. And there's a lot of stuff attached to it. And so, but you're getting just, you're just getting by with it, basically, but you're not really uh, enhancing or understanding the full potential of magnesium yet, but it is, it is a, I mean, when there's such widespread deficiency, people take what they can get, but it doesn't mean that you're up to an optimal level yet. Um, so yeah, magnesium produces serotonin in the brain. Um, it helps to increase that, you know, this is like not the happy feeling, but like it's, you know, stable mood. Uh, um, and it's also been known to help with a lot of the B vitamins in there. Um, you, how the B vitamins are converted into useful energy in the body and are added to that process, how they help with the, you know, the, the proper usage of, of glucose in the body. And, you know, that also has a streamlining effect, like once again, stability there. Um, and so all of that contributes to the proper functioning of the mental I guess, sphere, um, and a sort of stability there. Um, so yeah, that's a pretty well-known feature of magnesium. Uh, don't really see much argument there. I mean, there's also the GABA feature, which a lot of people talk about how magnesium, GABA is highly magnesium dependent to create the GABA, um, hormone, um, neurotransmitter, which, um, helps the cells and helps the body to not overreact or over 
extend. It gives like, a, uh, not a limiter, but it kind of moderates and buffers in a way which allows for the cells to not overfire and overreact, which is what happens a lot. You know, we always think of ourselves as being on some other network, but they're on our same network, meaning like our fears and our the things we live daily um, contribute to our overreactions and our lack of stability and, and things. And those psychological phenomena um, also happen in the body. And other, there's manifestations and mirrors to that in the body itself. So there is an overreacting and there is a, a dysfunctioning of cells in, in that sense, especially when low magnesium is detected. I mean, that's been proven that the low magnesium is kind of like I, I, I think of it as like well-distributed executive. If you could distribute like a principle throughout, it's almost like having a bunch of the society with like a weapon. And, and then if they don't, then you have to have just the police with the weapons and then you have to become dependent on the police. But then that might be okay. Um, uh, unless something was able to infiltrate the police at, at that point. And then, you know, like autoimmune, you're not being able to identify the police not being able to identify the culprit and so then or you know some bandit gets lost in the in the cells and is able to do a lot of damage and so the best solution is to have a well-distributed executive a well-distributed decision-making force or a well-distributed armed population or whatever that is in the body so it allows for people to defend themselves it, it kind of reminds me and i'm not doing a thing on the second amendment here i'm just saying that this is a body way of, of reacting um and that has you know ramifications that can be used to think about different philosophical things if you wish but this is what's happening in the body and so um if the if if the body has nothing but a military force, then it becomes, it's not a working society anymore. It, it needs to have a balance between that and the best way to have that balance. You know, it's kind of like they used to say it was hard to rob a bank unless you had a group of thieves, you know, back in the day, back in the old wild west, because anybody would shoot you, you know, if you tried to just come in and rob the bank, anybody could just pay hey, because everybody had a gun. So it's kind of like that same thing that magnesium helps the lattice and the tissues and the structures to have this sparkly mesh um, lattice built into it through through not only its antibiotic capacity to stop bacteria and things like that, uh, its chelation capacity in the cells, its structural capacity of flexibility, which creates a whole reality that we can't always see. We don't always see the connection between mechanics and enzymes, mechanical, what we think is mechanical at such a such a lower level, like living level. It's mechanical when it's outside the body, right? And it's dead. Then there's some mechanical way we can see it. But the truth is, is in the body, it's alive. And so it's not as mechanical as we think, but it has mechanical functions. Um, and then those are living. So they're in an adaptive, they're always adapting. So what does that mean? Um, is just that this, um, mechanical function and this sort of flexibility and and, and viscosity that's created um, by the magnesium at the cellular level and even in the creation of the 
the the platelets and 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 all the other tissues and giving it that you know like even how it's a natural calcium channel blocker in the sense that you know 30% of the energy of the cells is trying to push out calcium and so this is helping to bring magnesium in there to to not let the calcium over rigidify the cells just like you can't build bones or teeth without magnesium you can't just do it with calcium they become brittle so you become porous as soon as you become brittle in a certain kind of way uh, like I was reading that about electricity the other day and how you can be shocked by electricity. And one of the ways that you can have um, a greater shock come into the system is if you're wet or if you have cracked skin. And I was like, wow, that's interesting. And so um, that shows the same sort of thing, which is that this lack of um, viscosity and suppleness and flexibility is going to create just cracks in a way and brittleness and so rigidity and that's what's happening in the body so um that is kind of a little tangent i guess on serotonin but if you think about the softening power of magnesium in the body and what it does to the whole system um, it just allows for a lot less of those stresses and those stresses are going to contribute to the production of serotonin so that stress is also going to be playing a part in the fear and everything else. So magnesium has a key role at such a deep structural level, but even at an acute level. So we always recommend to go get the right stuff, the magnesium chloride um, in a bottle, blue glass bottles. Do not get the fake stuff. There's a lot of cheap stuff out there for $1.50 a week. Ours is 3 bucks a week, but that's the right price point. And the reason that there's all these cheaper stuff out there is because it's like uh, solvent extracted, usually imported from Asia, but then remarketed as Zextine, which it's not. Because there's only one source in Zextine and has the Zextine Inside logo on the bottle printed in the trademark. If it doesn't have that, it's not coming from Holland, especially not Vindam in Holland, which is the only city and the original source for the product. So um, it's a natural treasure. You know, it's not something you can recreate elsewhere. And... And so, but you can recreate versions that look like it through magnesium chloride molecule, generic, USP, whatever. Uh, but that's solvent extracted. And then once again, you have the non-natural state. You're not coming from that natural stone that created that. You're just taking chalk and electrifying it or running it through solvents or whatever. And this is not what we're looking for. Um, we're looking for the real deal that has the chelation powers to get in the body and help get the full spectrum of not only the magnesium deficiency, but also all the detoxification that goes along with it. So it's only 25 bucks for two months, $3 a week. Come check us out at theheartoftradition.com.